0: Against All Odds is presented for the people by Caesar Sportsbook, the greatest sports betting app of all time. Download it and you must be 21 or older. All right, welcome to Against All Odds, part of the Extra Points Podcast Network, powered by Omaha cousin sal
1: comes to you on a monday
0: morning mikey meatballs fiddling with the knobs baby face joel solomon is producing this mess of a show and joining me as always my wizards of wagering my gurus of gambling my barons of betting my overlords of the odds a degenerate trifecta harry brother bry darren the poly kid what is happening fellas
1: what's going on sal
2: hey sal
0: what's going on buddy Yeah, yeah, yeah. Our football preview month continues today with the NFC South and the NFC West. And then we'll have done all eight divisions. Go back and listen to the other six. If uh, if these two don't tickle your fancy so much and then uh, player props until kickoff. Very exciting. We're close, fellas. We got a taste of college football this weekend. Notre Dame crushed Navy, covered easily. USC beat up on San Jose State, did not cover the spread You know, uh, Bri, I went into the weekend thinking I had an edge on the unders with the seven games on the slate this weekend. Week zero, I felt was uh, too early for the books to adjust fully to the new rule where the clock runs after first down. And I was right, I guess. I went four and three with the unders. So that's it. I'm done betting fall yeah that, that was that nice was right good. Yeah, yeah that
3: was pretty good it's funny so the way <laughs> it was going uh you know i put a few i had a few unders and hmm. the way it started the day i'm like i'm gonna be so mad if i didn't parlay all seven of these because at one point it was like it was looking pretty good and then all of a sudden that first two came
0: in and yeah third yeah one was and then some of the through. other yeah.
3: third or fourth were like a little s- low lower scoring earlier on and then that message that umass game all of a sudden. There was points galore in like there's the third like four quarter. touchdowns in
0: the four, third fourth yeah, yeah right so. in that fourth quarter oh. range yeah, yeah I um, still good. well so still good. the 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 thinking behind it is the clock does no longer runs on a first down right and right. so you know if there's a lot of first downs that could that could be the difference of three or four minutes that's not necessarily accounted for in the over under and the funny thing is USC San Jose State had 49 first downs. And the game went went way over. So what the hell do I know? I don't. I guess I don't know anything. But uh, Caleb Williams, uh, Parley Kid looked good. Eighteen for twenty five, two seventy eight, four touchdowns. That's the kind of game you need him to have four touchdowns passing if you have his over for the season, right? But I don't know. They they they, they just spread it out and they won how they needed to, right?
1: Yeah, he took care of business. Um, you know, as a Heisman Trophy uh, winner coming back here, it's a good start for him. If you have him to win the Heisman. Uh, That's Mm -hmm. the type of game you have to have, even though I know in some cases, some of these quarterbacks might put up seven or eight scores uh, against a team like San Jose state. I think that's a solid start and we'll see. I mean, I think this, uh, the USC defense was obviously underwhelming in this game. So uh, I I have them all over the place, but uh, the San Jose state quarterback performed pretty well against their secondary, which I was hoping was much improved. Uh, I guess it remains to be seen game one teams learn a lot. So we'll see what happens.
0: Well, I was thinking, Harry, maybe the play is to bet USC opponents total points over for a little bit until they show some defense. I mean, cause they, first of all, their drives are quick offensively. So the other team has the ball enough and uh, they let up, don't really care towards the end. So I don't know. Uh, I got a lot of theories. So I'm, I'm coming off a winning theory, but what would you <coughs> take from the first weekend?
2: No, that's a good point, Sal. You might want to do that because, again, I mentioned uh, when we went over the yeah Pac-12 that I was uh, not thrilled with the way USC's defense ended the season when they lost to Tulane, uh, gave up a ton of points and a ton, uh, ton of yards, and that happened again in the San Jose State game. I mean, uh, yeah, a uh, great job by USC putting up a, a big chunk of points, but this is against San Jose State, who was really huh. down last year, and they went up and down the field on USC as well. I'd be concerned if you have USC for uh, future bets, but a uh, nice job by Williams to put up those four touchdowns.
0: And he's still five to one to win the Heisman. All right. So that's it for college. The, the real stuff starts this week is a pretty good slate Thursday and uh, into the weekend, of course. So, and then the pros. So let's get to the pros Brian, First of all, congratulations. Josh Jacobs ends his holdout, right? Yeah. He's going
3: to be a Raider. Once again, uh, <laughs> very, very exciting times over there in Las Vegas for you. you no, and I Raiders. mean, Look, we knew that was going to happen. Right. It was only a matter of time. These running backs. I mean, I think now they're smart enough to know uh, they pretty much just have to sign the deal. Right. I mean, because what what happens I mean, we've seen that before in the past? I mean, he gets his 12 million dollars this year. If he doesn't, if he holds out, mm-hmm. he really just misses paychecks. It's not going to help him in the future years. So he might as well. Uh, he might as well just play now. Yeah, I don't see how holding out for a running back helps Doesn't at help, all. You're yeah. right. It, it didn't
0: really help for Le'Veon Bell, and that was yeah. years ago. And Heard it's him. definitely not going to, yeah, not going yeah, to help now. Uh, Pauly Kid, though, but the big news um, over the weekend was, uh, wow, with Trey Lance to the Cowboys for a fourth round pick. This took us by surprise, right? First of all, it looked like Thursday, Friday, though, like, yeah, Trey Lance is staying with the 49ers. He's had the 49ers brass saying that. And then, I don't know, the Cowboys flaunted a fourth rounder. And it got Trey Lance. And I commented that Jerry Jones is a genius. Here's a guy who was worth three first round picks, and they got him for a four. Um, But why do we need him again? I'm not sure if this is a good move.
1: I don't know, Sal. Uh, You know, after Will Greer's performance the other day, I I guess, you know, probably backups of backups, uh, you know, the Cowboys kind of have four quarterbacks. Uh, I'm not sure if there's anything that's happened to Greer yet. I wouldn't be surprised now. Maybe if they look to make a trade for one of their guys, like maybe Cooper Rush will be on his way out the door or something to that nature, even though he's performed well, if somebody comes in and asks the Cowboys for, Hey, we'll give you a third or a fourth for Cooper. They might go ahead and do it. We'll see. I don't, I don't mind the Lance thing. I do. I was kind of taken aback by it. It was kind of came out of nowhere, but it gives him a fresh start. Um, and I, this sounds crazy, but we've talked about it. And I just feel like even if his role, Sal, okay, because Lance is a big guy, he runs well. Even if his role was to come in on fourth downs and third and one situations and get – because Dak has had that leg injury, so I think the Cowboys don't always love sneak, yeah. sneaking the ball with him. Worst case scenario – If you're like, you're saying, if he's the guy who gets shoved from behind and pushy and and gets that important yard on fourth down or third down the way that the Eagles do it with Hertz, which has become Mm. unstoppable. It's worth it. Right. He's like, he could be their short yardage back now the way Elliott was their short yardage back. Lance could be that, but from under the center. And I I I guess so. That's such a weapon. We all say for the Eagles, that's such a weapon, right? That's such a way. Yeah, it's
0: great. I don't see anything stupid like that working for us. I mean, <laughs> right. how many times
1: <laughs> <Right>. that, that's, <laughs> the, th- that's the thing think, though, right? I
0: think because the the way our season ended the last two years, uh, ironically against the 49ers, um on short yardage or whatever, getting in the ball fast or whatever. Yeah, I don't know. I like Cooper Rush. He was like a proven winner. Now if you're going to trade him for essentially what we paid for Trey Lance, I like, I guess that's okay. I I don't I don't love it. There's so many things about this thing like what are the 49ers First of all, Harry, the 49ers, let's not forget,
3: I, I, at
0: any point, they're going to look foolish over this Trey Lance thing. So I guess their thing is, look, well, we might as well just get it done. But this is a team, their season ended because they didn't have a third quarterback last year, right? So yeah. now they're getting rid of Trey Lance. But I don't know, you think that was a
2: good move for San Francisco? Uh, I don't know what they were going to do exactly with him because I think they want, uh, um, Sam Darnold, <laughs> you can say it. Yeah, <laughs> That's right. they want, yeah. I, th- I think they're okay with Sam Darnold being back up here. Uh, and I think Dallas uh, it didn't hurt him. They didn't have to give up anything really. For a, for a guy who was picked third overall, might, might as well, if you're at Dallas, I don't know, take a shot and have him. And if it doesn't work out a little bit into the season, you can do, do different things with him in terms of trading him, get sending him off somewhere else. But you didn't have to give up anything really. So mm. it's almost like you're playing with house money with this uh, Trey Lance situation now.
0: The, the thing is though, Parla kid. Yeah. And Harry's right. We're not going to get hurt so bad with this, right? Unless he fumbles one of those snaps you're talking about on fourth and we'll one. I see that. I see, a, I see, that, happening. I see that. Yeah. That maybe could happen, but here, here's what I'm thinking. So Shanahan, I don't know. Kind of the quarterback whisperer, right? He's seen enough of Trey Lance to be like, all right, boy, if we can get a fourth for him, that's a steal. Cause this guy sucks. But I mean, that's gotta be what's going through his mind. Right? Um, so, I don't know someone like that over someone like what's Mike McCarthy going to do with this guy uh, is, is, you know, leaves me leaves a little pause here. But anyway, whatever. You're right. We didn't give up too much. I don't see him figuring into our main plans, hopefully. So I'm not going to get too crazy about it. But uh, let's start this NFC South. Um, I think my least favorite division in uh, all of football, including college, too. You know, like I'll take the big sky over this, but the Saints <laughs> are favored to win this division at plus one oh five Falcons second plus one ninety. The Panthers third plus four twenty five and the Bucs there, the NFC South champ Bucks are now ten to one. Wow. Talk about first worst of first. That's a first to worst almost guarantee the way the bookmakers and Caesars have it. Uh, Brother Bry, you like the Saints under their over is nine and a half. If you go under, it's minus one twenty. Like I said, plus one hundred five to win the division, thirty five to one to win the Super Bowl. This is the only team in this division I kind of like, and I'll just, I'll say kind of like. Um, I do have them winning eleven games actually, but I don't love. I know I just don't love this Dennis Allen. So when you're looking for a champ or a team from this division, you like ideally like I like this quarterback coach matchup, right? You're not going to get that. You can look high and low. You're just not going to get both. So you got to pick one or the other. And I like the Derek Carr edition. They gave him $60 million. Um, you know, what did they do? They re-signed Juwan Johnson, a tight end. Michael Thomas now, whereas in years past, was going to have to be their go-to guy. He needs to come back and he needs to prove like, No. He could be third. He could be the third best receiver. He could be their go-to. He doesn't need to have 149 receptions like he did uh, four years ago. They uh, they drafted good on the D-line. They got this Breesy from uh, Clemson, a defensive tackle. Foskey, the defensive end from Notre Dame, had 22 sacks in two years. So that should be solid. They already have a solid secondary. Lattimore, Roby, and uh, Matthew now. So I like their defense a lot. They have Joe Woods, the Browns defensive coordinator from last year, comes in at D.C. Um, They were a weird team defensively. The first half, they gave up 28 and a half points a game. In the second half, 14 and a half points a game. But again, I think they're going to be good. They get another good year out of Cam Jordan. And uh, I'm going over. They have their cold weather games early. And as far as I can tell, the second easiest strength of schedule, Brian, I like this. Derek Carr led Saints team. Now, you are just you
3: you just have to not
0: like him, Brian, because it's do. Derek Carr and look, another team.
3: I, like I said, I know what you're saying. You're, you don't want to watch any of this uh, division, but I, I'm going to keep a yeah. close eye on it because I'm very intrigued by what happens with Carr this year. Of course. Um, and I will say you look at the schedule, and it really isn't that difficult. They have to win some of those road games early on. But do I trust this team? No. I don't trust De- Dennis Allen as a head coach. He hasn't proven to be a good head coach yet. Um, they were seven and 10 last year and they really should have been, They w- it would have been six and 11 if the Eagles tried in, in that week 17 game, they basically just gave them that game. And look, even if you look at numbers wise, Dalton really wasn't the worst QB in the world last year. His numbers were actually pretty solid in terms of like from a QB rating. And now you had Carr who I complain about, I've complained about him for years, but you know, he he has turnovers at the wrong time of games, super inconsistent, right? He's a guy who could look like an all pro, right? And one play and then five plays later, he looks like one of the worst QBs in football. And I think to add to that, I know their secondary does seem good. Uh, Defensively, I do think they're getting a little bit older. They not necessarily a lot of depth, so they have to stay healthy. I think just in general, all those things trending, I think they're, uh, I think they're an eight or nine one team. All right. Uh, that O line is intact. I'm looking there. Uh, you know, yeah, that O line has to be suspended. good for Carr. That O line has to be healthy. It has to be good, or it's really going to go south. Yeah, they had Jamal Williams, who had 100 touchdowns
0: last year, right? Uh, Kamara is going to have to sit a little bit. Um, Kendry Miller, the TCU kid, they like him. I don't know. I really, I like Olave. Um, you know, uh, we'll go over. We have some uh, uh Derek Carr props coming up. We'll talk about those in a second. But schedule-wise, you know, they have the NFC North and AFC South. That's what this whole division has to go through. Their extra games are the Giants at the Rams and at New England. So I uh, I don't know. I have high hopes for this team, but they've completely let me down many, many years uh, in the past. So, uh, of course, famously in the uh, NFC Championship. But uh, all right, so I'm going to go over. Brother Bright is going under now this Falcons team. Eight and a half is the over-under. Uh, minus 140 if you go over, plus 190 to win the division, 70 to one to win the Super Bowl. Parley kid, you and I are going under. I don't know, next to the Lions, this has to be the most hyped non-playoff team in the NFC, non-playoff from last year. This Arthur Smith sits atop of the list of um, coach of the year candidates for 2023. This is his third season. He's 14 and 20. They get a new... uh, D.C., this Ryan Nielsen, um, you know, they had cap space. I felt they should have gone after Lamar Jackson, and they didn't. They really didn't. They, yeah, I, I, you know, a lot of it, you look around, like a lot of publications give them a D plus plus in free agency. B. John Robinson's a big addition in the draft, the running back out of Texas. He could be great. But again, that's like a piece you pick up if you're like one step away from. You know, being a, a 10, you know, contending playoff team. They had Algier at a thousand yards, rushing Patterson. Yeah, you know, they had 1730 yards between them. So um Desmond Ritter set up with some good skills positions, although like the players, you know, with uh, London and and like I said, Robinson and Algier and Patterson and uh, Kyle Pitts. But again, like even Kyle Pitts, three career touchdowns. So I'm not sure what everyone is excited about. They're extra games probably like Washington at Arizona and at the Jets. Not terrible. No primetime games for this team. Zero rest advantage. And they have the Bears and Jets on the road in December. So I'm going to go under. I have
1: them. What do I have them? I have at eight and nine. So a slight under here. And you agree with me? Yeah. And we're getting a plus number for a two sound, which yep. I kind of find shocking for this Falcons team. I'm trying to really figure out, uh, what are we missing something here? Like, I, I don't really understand. Like, does somebody know something that we don't know? That's the only thing that worries me here, because like you said, with Arthur Smith, with the coach of the year stuff, he's a favorite. Uh, I don't really get it. Um, this, like you said, uh, you kind of stole everything I was going to say. Uh, only oh, team without—they're the only team without a single game of rest advantage, right? Meaning, yeah. like, uh, th- and that means something in the NFL. They never have an advantage. In fact, they're disadvantaged. I think about five different times. Um, are we sold on Desmond Ritter? So, what was the secret about him this preseason? Too, he threw nine passes. In the preseason. Yeah, right. Like, what, what are they hiding from Desmond? Do they not want to ruin his confidence? Do you not want to even boost his confidence? What is going on with Desmond Ritter? He's your quarterback. And mm-hmm. like, like you, I was, I was, the, I thought Lamar Jackson, what a home that would have been for him. But I don't believe Desmond Ritter is a winning quarterback right now in the NFL. They got, they had bad grades in free agency. And let's face it, Sal. B. John Robinson, he's an, he's an upgrade, I guess, to already good running game. They had a good running game as it was. Now yeah. you bring him in, and you got bad draft grades. Right. Pitts has not performed to to uh, what they drafted him as. He was supposed to be an all-world tight end. Drake London, maybe this is the year he emerges, but I don't know with Ritter if, if, the, if he's capable of doing it. Sal, I don't get it. I think this is an E. I know this division's weak, so they could pick up some wins. I don't get the under here being a plus number. I'm taking the under eight and a half. They win eight games at the most. I think probably more trending towards seven.
0: Yeah, and their defense, again, they didn't go crazy in the free of – and they got Calais Campbell, so they'll be a little tougher yeah, up the middle with Dupree and Campbell. But getting up there in age too, yeah. Sal. Yeah, you know, sure. Eventually They it's- signed Bates. They get Bates, the safety, you know, uh, from Cincinnati. I, um, you know, second fewest sacks last year, like the 3.6% really doesn't scare me defensively. If you look at their schedule, they probably will be favored in nine – maybe 10 games. That's the only thing. That's the reason you would take them over. But I don't, I don't know. Uh, this one jumped up out at me, like in the beginning of the summer, I'm like, why are they eight and a half? They're coming off seven and 10. I get it. The team that came in first is expected to come in fourth. So maybe add a game, but not a game and a half. Harry, I know you We're going to get to your fantasy team in a, in a second, but it just uh, dawned on me. We're talking about, we're talking bad about some of your studs here, Bijan and Pitts uh, on your
2: team, right? I, yeah. Um, Look, uh, yeah, Darren makes a good point. They had a great running attack last year, third-best rushing team in football last year, and they just automatically grabbed B. John Robinson, now to be obviously their number one guy. And he, he he's looked tremendous in preseason, no doubt about it. But uh, I have questions about Ritter, too. I just don't know if he's going to be able to put up numbers. But in, the, in, in this division, who knows what's going to happen from week to week? I mean, it, it's going to be insane to see who pulls this out. Any of these four teams could win this division, even Tampa Bay, uh, who's lost a ton.
0: Well, that's the thing. Yeah, you go, you know, you could you could get numbers plus plus one ninety for the division. I I don't know. I think it would only really don't go crazy betting this division until the end, because with two weeks left last year, when Tom Brady was the quarterback, we didn't know who was going to win this division, you know, so it's probably going to be the same way. And the Saints play. The Falcons, I believe Saints are home week 17. So it could come down to that, but I don't think they get to eight and a half. I don't think they get to nine. I just, I'm not getting there with them. Now, uh, Parley Kid and I agree with that. The Panthers, uh, Harry, you and I both like them under seven and a half is the number you go under. You got to lay minus 130, 425 to win the division, 70 to one to win the Super Bowl. The GM, Tepper, five seasons, five quarterbacks, and, uh, Matt Rule and he hired Matt Rule. So maybe not great, but anyway, Frank Reich is in charge now. Colts head coach uh comes over there. He's 40, 33, and one. Um, I don't like who they added. They added Thielen and Miles Sanders and uh, you know, you know, uh, Bryce Young, great, but you know, I, I don't know, it just doesn't really work, does it? With the new quarterback, new head coach, new OC, no new DC. And you're going to get them to eight and nine if you take the over. I don't like it, Harry. I'm going uh, seven and ten. Actually, I'm going six and 11, I think, with this team. So get me under.
2: I'm with you, Sal. I got, I got him at six as well. Um, yeah, you mentioned Thielen, who's on the uh, back end of his career, uh, really was like the third guy uh, in Minnesota last year. They have a tough start to the season. Uh, two straight division games right off the bat. And then they get Seattle playoff team last year, Minnesota playoff team last year. Detroit who went eight and two down the stretch and then Miami playoff team uh, And four of the first six are on the road, all five, 10 of Bryce young passing game. Uh, is, I think is in question. Uh, he didn't play a ton in the preseason, but when he did, didn't look spectacular at all. DJ Moore who led Carolina and in, in receptions last year in yards uh, is in Chicago. He had 63 receptions last year. The next closest receiver on the Panthers was Terrence Marshall. He had twenty eight receptions. That is it. I think this Carolina offense is going to struggle. I mean, again, like you mentioned, Sanders too. I mean, you know, he had plenty of blocking in Philadelphia. So he got all those touchdowns and those yards. Not so sure he's going to be able to get that in Carolina. I'm with you, Sal. I even like him at six wins.
0: Yeah. And defensively, you know, again not none of these teams were too impressive, but they had the twenty fifth ranked pass rush. They got their secondary is always banged up. J.C. Horn and Dante Jackson both missed 10 games in two years. And, uh, you know, for additional games, we've mentioned this division plays the NFC North and the AFC South. Their additional games are Dallas at Seattle and at Miami. Not not great. Not great for the rookie quarterback here. So give me under. Give me Harry. Give Harry under for the uh, Panthers. And now we get to the Bucks parlay, kid. No, oh, we're all agreeing here. Six and a half. Well, there's just not a ton to like about this team post Brady. Because I think because we all saw how they struggled with Brady, right? So six and a half is their over/under. The unders minus 140. 10 to one to win the division. My God, the division champs are ten to one to win this cruddy division, uh, eighty to one to win the Super Bowl. But look, they're coming off a of seventy-four million dollars in dead cap space. Not a, a lot they can do. It's weird because they do still have big names. They have Evans. They have Godwin. You know, all guys you want to think about in fantasy potentially. Wurfs, Devin White. Uh, Levante David, Shaq Barrett. These are, you know, uh, you know, names you're familiar with if you're a football fan, but I don't think it adds up. Uh They bring Baker Mayfield in. This is his fourth team since last June, fourth team since last June. So you really have no idea what kind of identity this offense will pose. They barely ran the ball last year. Brady had 733 pass attempts, Barley kid. Um, 733. To put that in perspective, Justin Fields had 318. So I I don't know. I don't know what to expect out of this offense. I don't think we did even last year, but Todd Bowles, prime candidate, first to be fired, second year, coming off of 8 and 9. Hard to believe they won that division at 8 and 9. David Canales is the offensive coordinator. He was the Seattle quarterback coach last year. They had Baker. They had Greg Gaines. uh, They had Jamel Dean, the cornerback. They give him 21 and a half million, they lose Murphy Bunting to Titans, you know, Golston, Shaq Mason, Fournette, all gone, Akeem Hicks. Those are, you know, those are big clubhouse guys for this team. In the draft, they get the defensive tackle out of Pitt in the first round. It was like, it's supposed to be a Gerald McCoy type. It's like 15 sacks over the last two years. The one thing I'll say about them is they play Bryce Young twice. They play CJ Stroud and they play Anthony Richardson. So maybe they could figure that out. But they're extra games, kid, Kidder, Philly at San Francisco and yeah, at Buffalo. Brutal. Those are brutal. Yep. Very, very, very tough. Um, you know, they're not. You're not going to see them on TV a lot. Isolated, they have 11, 1 PM games Eastern. I'm going under uh, the six and a half. I don't know. What do I even have them at? I have them at. I have them actually at six. So I don't think they'll be as miserable
1: as some people do. But I don't think they're getting a seven. You agree with me? I do agree with you, Sal. I actually think that uh, Tampa could be one of the worst teams, if not the worst team in the NFL this year. Uh, they, they were bad last year. They, they, they were an 8-9 and nine team and probably lucky even to get to eight wins. Oh, uh, yeah. Again, part of the product of being in a terrible division. I think that's the only thing that might save them from not being the worst team in the NFL is being in this division. That's really it. Uh, I, I think as of right now, Sal, if you look at the schedule, they're favored in one game one game uh which is incredible right home
0: against carolina i, I think nah, it's that's the home what it's got to be.
1: that's it that's yeah. the only one uh and they might be a push against tennessee at this point but that is it that is incredible when do you see that look baker mayfield to me like he's the type of guy look there's a reason why he's bounced around at one point i was a mayfield fan and you know what i think mayfield's good for like what he did for the rams last year right like Just to maybe a guy that's hanging around and you could plug in here or there. I don't think he's a
3: you
1: know uh, right 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 right. (laughs) I I just don't think he's a long term seventeen game season quarterback. I just don't see it. They don't have the running game to really help him out. Uh, The receivers. How much longer can Mike Evans do it? Right. I don't know. I I I think. He's got to be on the downside, especially without Brady throwing to him now. I don't think his career is trending upwards for sure. Right? So, I mean, that is
0: unbelievable that he had 733 pass attempts. that That's really uh, nuts. Really well, nuts.
1: That, what does that tell you about their running game, Sal?
0: Yeah. I mean, I what does
1: that tell you? I mean, so it's not getting any better this year when teams are probably going to be able to uh, stack the box a little bit against this team. Their running game is right. going to really suffer. They didn't have money to spend. They had the largest dead cap allocation in the league, yeah, so they weren't able really to go bad. get free agents. They, look, they sacrificed. They they sacrificed to win the Super Bowl. They 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 got it done. Right, kind of what the Rams did. So yep. right. So but what can you say? Right. They they wanted to get there. They they you know, and that that's it. And then now they're they got to live with the repercussions of that. So.
0: Yeah, so you gotta is. have some lean years in there. So that's probably yeah. gonna be so uh take probably the gonna under gonna be one six of them.
1: and a half. I think five wins maximum for this team set. So.
0: Mm. Yeah, well, I don't know. I mean, it doesn't seem like a Kyle Trask is gonna step up or is uh, who's their third Walford is their third string. I just you, you look at it, it's uh it's not pretty for this team. But uh you're right, yep. they were destined for this. All right, so if we pick NFC South champs, uh we're split on this. Parley Kid and I like the Saints. Uh, Harry, you and Brian, like the Falcons, go ahead, Harry, give us your case for the Falcons.
2: Yeah. Again, I I said, (laughs) who knows when it comes to this division, uh, the Falcons did win seven games last year, but eight of their losses, eight of them were by one score possession games. Again, I mentioned they were third in the league running the ball a year ago. Bijan Robinson looked tremendous in preseason. So that's an upswing, uh, good things for the Falcons. Um, it's year three, Darren, you mentioned for Kyle Pitts. Had a bad season last year, had a decent rookie season as he came on second half of the season. It's time for him to, you know, put up some numbers here. Uh, you mentioned Sal, or Darren, you mentioned uh, Calais Campbell from Baltimore. They picked up, got him for some leadership on defense. Uh, new start, for former first-round pick Jeff Okuda, uh came over from Detroit. And uh, Sal, you mentioned Jesse Bates. I think he's fantastic safety, too. I think he's going to help out that Atlanta state secondary a lot. There's the guy in five seasons. He's averaged averaged 100 tackles a season.
0: Mm-hmm. All right, Bryce. So you
3: like them as well at plus one ninety? Yeah. Look, I pulled to Harry here because uh, about a month ago, I think I gave out Carolina to win this division. And then I, you know, I watched. It's funny, I watched them on Hard Knocks in the Jets practice, and then in that that preseason game, and I was like, oh my god, their offensive line is just is really bad, which is going to be tough with the rookie QB and Carolina's first six are tough. So yeah, when you look at Atlanta to me, I mean that schedule is pretty much a joke. You know, their toughest games are. Jacksonville and London at Detroit, at Tennessee and at Jets. Um, but I do like some pieces here. It's very possible, you know, that what Arthur Smith is trying to build here is what what they had in Tennessee, right? In terms of just really a run first team, a tough team. And I think this yeah. defense has a chance to be sneaky good. So, you know, I even though I really only have them as like a, I mean, I basically have them as a 9 win team this year, but I think that's enough to win this division. Again, this is the division that, the winner could have eight wins. Very possible. Yeah. It's very possible again. 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 Sure. Right. Very possible. Yeah.
0: So it's, so it's funny because we're going to get to our other props in a second. And we're either on the Saints and hate the Falcons or on the Falcons and hate the Saints. But yeah, like I said earlier, Parley, kid, you're kind of stuck if you're looking for a good quarterback coach mix here. But I'll add defense in there. And I think we get two out of three with Carr, the Saints defense coach, maybe not so great. So I'm basically hope that the other doesn't screw up. (laughs) The coach doesn't screw up what they have going defensively. And with uh, Derek Carr being the best quarterback in this division, uh, I'm pretty sure that offense could work. Um, I think they get to digit double digit wins and um, emerge from that hideous NFC South quartet. You're with me, right? Plus one.
1: Yeah, I'm with you. I like the plus number here on the saints. I know it's not a big plus number, but it's a plus number. Nonetheless, Uh, quarterback league. He's the best quarterback in this division. In fact, he might, We might see the best version of Carr this year uh, on the Saints team uh, getting away from that mess of a Raiders organization uh, where he can come down here uh, and just ball out. I I think he's capable of doing that. I think this line is okay. I do think this offensive line is going to hold up for him. Uh, Mm -hmm. I think he's got, you know, he's got a great young receiver in Olave. Uh, Michael Thomas, we don't know, right? Like once these receivers hit a certain uh, age or uh, an injury, uh, stuff catches up. But Michael Thomas was never really like a speed receiver, right? Like so uh, in the three games he played last year, he was still solid. So he might still be able to contribute as a number two type of receiver. Uh, Kamara Mm. will eventually be back, which – Uh, We'll give him uh, a a weapon, a big-time weapon, out of the backfield. I don't know. I just think they're the class of this division. Look, the defense still, I think, is also, I'm going to say, the best in this division. We know the home crowd. They got the best home crowd and home field advantage in this division. I'll take them. None of these other teams impress me. The quarterbacks or the quarterback situation. I'm sorry, Atlanta – you cannot get excited about Desmond Ritter. He threw nine passes in the preseason. He had right. an audition last year, which he was very mediocre in. At okay. best, right. yeah. at best right. he was mediocre in.
0: Yeah. Carr's the and cla- they have surrounded him Carr, with talent.
1: Carr is the yep. class of this division. I'm sorry. I know. They get to nine, maybe ten wins at Saints. Ten easily wins this division. Meatballs, oh you God. might want to uh, clip that off. Yeah, he's Probably a kid saying the, the car is division. the best class I mean, of this division. I've said it too, but like that could go south. That really I'm that. A, Sure, I, let's
3: I go for it.
0: Okay. <laughs> Babyface, did you hear that? You're, you have that marked? All
2: right. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> but, that, but
0: but that's not true. But what he said is true right now. But what you said, right, uh, I don't think it is like that. All right, well, listen, uh, let's get our love of Carr out of the way here because Parley Kidd and I both have him over props um, in the uh, player props. I have him over 22 and a half touchdown passes. He's gone over this number three of the last four years. I know things are different now. Doesn't have a top five wide receiver on that team in Devontae Adams. Um, but let's remember, he went over that number last year and they had the best running back in the game in his backfield. Yeah. So uh, I like 25, you know, I you have to remember he attempted the fifth most deep balls last year. Uh, 9.4 average depth of target was second in the league. And again, I think he's got enough weapons in Olave. Rashid Shaheed is expected to fit in more. Michael Thomas is just gravy. Like I said, as a three guy, you don't need a ton from him. And Juwan Johnson had seven receiving touchdowns as a, uh, last year. So I think he's a 4K, 25 touchdown guy. Parley kid, I'm going over 22 and a half, and you have him over in passing yards. And then we'll stop talking about Derek Carr for a while.
1: Yeah, and, and like you, if I just look at his previous numbers now, I, I got him going over... Uh, He fell 28 yards short of this last year due to injury, but threw for over 4,000 yards in the four previous seasons. Uh, Again, if if, uh, we could say this with every single one of these, if he's healthy, he's going over 30. He's going to go over probably 4,000 yards again. It's just the way it's going to be. I think this is an easy one. He plays e- at least, Sal, and I couldn't be wrong because I, I counted this very quickly, but he has at hmm. least 11 games inside a dome stadium. That yeah. is very yeah, helpful. Okay. That is that is super helpful for a quarterback to play inside a dome, especially at home uh, where he's going to flourish there. Yeah. So 35- And you know, as get, I
0: mentioned- the cold weather games are early. So, all yeah, right. Yeah, so he's in a 30, good, he's 50. in great
1: shape. He's in great shape to to get mm-hmm. to have statistically a really solid season. All right. Now, Brian, I don't know what
0: you're doing because you're taking Miles Sanders under six and a half rushing touchdowns, but that was a keeper in our league, Miles Sanders. So, um, who, yeah, who, figure ke- out. who kept him?
3: Scott? Uh, Harry's brother. Yeah. The overworld. Harry's Lord. brother. Yeah, uh, yeah no, so I- he knows. Six and uh, under six and a half. Look, you have to lay minus one fifty. I think six and a half is a lot, though, for Sanders. Right? He, he was healthy last season. Had a really good year with eleven rushing touchdowns. But you mm-hmm. know, the Eagles put that put him in a lot of great situations. And this was a guy who who struggled with his health. Right? The years prior, and those three years prior, it always seemed like he was banged up. Right? Lingering, nagging injuries, and he only had mm-hmm. nine. He only had nine rushing touchdowns in those three seasons, which I think was over forty games. Now he comes into this season. They're already saying for week one, like he's saying he's playing, but he's already got a little bit of a groin issue. So seven to me just seems like a lot, right? On a new team, the line yeah. is significantly worse than it was with the Eagles. But I, so I, I really like this one a lot all right sorry scott sorry scott and chris
0: scott's got bigger problems than this but uh (laughs) miles sanders rushing total but all right harry um baker under 16 and a half passing touchdowns you're you're probably betting that he's not their starting quarterback midseason. is that right
2: yeah probably uh look tampa bay will be his fourth uh, different team in the last four years he's been able to play just 26 games over the past three seasons overall uh, just 10 touchdowns in the last two seasons combined for him. He's got Kyle Trash breathing uh, breathing down his neck, who's looked really good the last two preseason games. Uh, if their offense sputters uh, to start the season, I think the new offensive coordinator uh, in, in Tampa, uh, Dave Canales, uh, who came from Seattle, won't take long to pull him. Um, I just think six, to get to 17, I, yeah, Darren made a good point. You know, maybe he fills in like he did last year in the Rams, and he won a couple of games, and had a game or two that he that he had a couple of touchdowns in, and did okay. But to be the main guy on a team that, again, we we don't know where the rushing game rushing game is going to come from on this Tampa team, and it's going to rely on him to have to throw a lot. I just think there's going to be a disaster in Tampa Bay, and uh, Mike, Mike Evans has gone for a thousand yards since his uh, since he started. Um, In the NFL all these years, at least 1,000 yards. I think that's in jeopardy this year. And I think Baker Mayfield, under 16 and a half touchdowns, definitely goes under. Yeah,
0: that's one of the records at eight or nine years that Evans has had put up uh, by 1,000 yards. So, uh, all right, let's go to the team. Um, Well, so, all right, Bri, start us off with Tampa Bay worst regular season record plus 750. Yeah. Uh, a lot of people agree with you that this Look, is Look, I like
3: those odds of plus 750. Look, there is some talent on this team, especially on the defensive side of the ball, but the combination of Bowles, right, and Mayfield, this could be mm-hmm. a disaster. We were all making fun of Bowles last year. It's, he's 34 and 50 career record, and that's what the good season uh, he had with the Jets. Uh, Brady last year, I know he had a, I mean, I know the offensive line was hurt and some of those guys are back, but I don't know. that this The early part of this schedule is tough. If all of a sudden they start having an injury or two, you know, these receivers, right? Between Godwin or Evans, they're always hurt. Mm-hmm. So if they have a couple injuries, this could fall apart quick, especially with the tough schedule early on. And they could be like, forget it. We're just, the owner could just be like, we're tanking. Right. And at this point I, I had them at four or five wins. Um, mm-hmm. And I just thought at plus 750, that was better value than the Cardinals who I have also really bad, but I just Cardinals are like plus plus two something versus the plus seven fifty. I just thought it was a good good number there.
0: Yeah, we're gonna get to it in the West. I have one similar thing where, you know, you have same teams with four wins. All right. So I'm gonna take the uh the the better plus odds uh for worst record. All right, uh probably kid it's you against Harry, you and I against Harry here because we like uh we like the Saints. We're pro Saints and we're anti Falcons. And you like them under three and a half division wins the Falcons minus one fifty.
1: Yeah, and I think this is a strange number here—the three and a half division wins being at minus one fifty. Because, uh-huh. boy, uh, you know, for them to make, the, for them to get the playoffs or win the division or go over in the wins, I really feel like they, it, this should be the number should be a little different here. I, I don't get the over th- under three and a half at minus one fifty. Well, um, they might be favored in four, though. What do you think? You think, you think about so? It. I don't know, I, but again... I mean, they'll be ne- negligible numbers,
0: but home I, against the Saints, if they're favored in that one, then they're I, I probably guess, favored I in guess four that's, I
1: guess that's how would I still think minus 150 is a pretty big number here for them to go under. But I, don't see, I see this team, at best, just a 500-division type of team because, again, yeah. when Carolina's playing them at home, when Tampa's playing them at home, I'm thinking they're identifying that as a must-win game for them, I would think, mm-hmm. right? To me, uh, I'm not saying the odds are going to dictate that, but I do think on their schedule, uh, that's how they're looking at it. I don't think, uh, again, it comes down to the quarterback play. I don't think Ritter is a uh, a winning quarterback even in this bad division just yet. We'll see if how this year plays out. There's some weapons yeah. surrounding him, but I think – There is more hype than production around the weapons uh, for this Falcons team. Uh, And they didn't, you know, they didn't do uh, a great running game last year. Didn't really help. Uh, Lloyd was solid. Pitts still had over a thousand yards, but I I don't know. Very underwhelming. And I don't think it gets much better for the Saints this year. I think a lot more of the same under three and a half division wins. Got to pay a minus 150. I mean, I'm sorry. Got to yep, pay a he- hefty right. price though. Got to pay a hefty price. Yeah, here.
0: well, I'm going a little different way, and it's minus 120. Which I that like they don't yours. Make the, I do like that. Yeah, that they don't make the playoff. But the problem is, it's hard to put any team and no playoffs in front of any NFC squad and be excited about it. You know, but I just think the Falcons sh- fall short by two games. First of all, wild card wise. I'd be very surprised if the wild card didn't come from the NFC East, the NFC North and the uh, NFC West. I don't think there's a wild card team in this division. Maybe there's two in the NFC East. So uh, saying that, you know, I think the saints are the class of the division. I think they're going to get, they're going to have, there's going to be a three win disparity between the two. I have Falcons losing three of the first four against Green Bay at Detroit and Jacksonville. I have those as the losses uh, puts, would put them in a tough spot. And like I said, it could come down to at new Orleans week 17, but I don't think they're better than an eight win team. And so basically even odds for them to not make the playoffs looks good to me. And Harry, you're against uh poly pick of the saints. You say no to 10 wins for the new Orleans.
2: Yeah. I mean, I was, you guys loved the saints last year and they let you down. I was against them. I didn't like them. and I don't really care for them that much this year either. Seven wins last year. Eight win average over the past two seasons. Derek Carr, definitely an improvement over Andy Dalton and Jameis Winston, who were the quarterbacks last year. But he was able to reach 10 wins with the Raiders. Now, obviously, it's not all his fault, but was only able to reach uh, 10 wins two times in nine seasons with the Raiders. Uh, Alvin Kamara, for all uh, all the talk of Kamara and maybe how great people think he is, zero career, zero career, 1,000-yard rushing seasons. He's had 900 just once just six rushing touchdowns in his last two years combined mixed out with Jamal Williams, who did have 17 touchdowns for Detroit last year, but it's going to be interesting to see how many carries each guy gets here. See how these two get along. It could be a disaster midway through the season. If Williams is getting a lot more than Kamara. we'll see how that plays out. But Brian mentioned defensively, he's got some issues with the saints and I do too. You mentioned Cam Jordan, very good player, but he just turned 34 and earning his 13th right. season linebacker, Demario uh, Davis, their leading tackler, also thirty-four. One of those two guys goes down, it could be bad in the in the middle for the Saints. I'm gonna say no on and wins. I'll say uh I'll give me, eight. I'll give him no, eight. And they wow. can still win the division with eight.
0: All right. Um, yeah, that's true. Uh, yeah, I, am I'm glad we're done talking about this division. Now I'm interested saints versus Falcons basically at the top. So, uh, I'll be interested for two weeks and then they'll just trade off losses and we'll, we'll look at it. Uh-huh. Big slog. Everyone's seven and nine with, uh, with one week left. It'll be interesting.
2: But Sal, you mentioned, I think yeah. it does bode well for you guys with the saints though. Uh, division wise, not, I mean, excuse me, uh, Schedule-wise, not that they not that difficult. They have Houston, Indy, Chicago, and the Rams on that schedule. So, yeah, boy, that's that's uh, that's pretty yeah, that's nice. That's what I was
0: saying. Yeah, their extras yeah. are uh, their extras are not bad again. Like giants at Rams and uh, at New England also not terrible. Um, you know, and they end with the Rams, Tampa Bay, and Atlanta. So if they're in if they're in sniffing distance, they could kind of get it done. All right, let's take a break. We're done with that NFC South. Not to be spoken about again. And uh, NFC West, a little more intriguing division when we return.
3: Must be 21-plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. All right, NFC
0: West, let's take a look at these numbers. The 49ers are favored to take that division at minus 200. Seattle Seahawks, plus 220 second. The Rams at plus 850. And then the Arizona Cardinals, 27 to 1. You look at this and, boy, you know, it's tough because... Last year I was all over the Rams and the 49ers snuck up on them. Now I don't want anything to do with the Rams. I could clearly see what their plan is for the next year or two, maybe the same plan as the Arizona Cardinals. So you're really looking at the 49ers or Seahawks. We'll pick our division winner in a second, but let's break down the 49ers. 10 and a half is the over under. If you go over, it's minus minus one sixty parlay kid. I know that's what you're, you're shying away from. And Listen, it's it's I don't know how these guys are going to be remembered, Lynch and Shannon. I really don't, because they really like buffoons when it comes to the draft and this Trey Lance thing. On the other hand, you look at this team, and they could be a multiple Super Bowl winner in the last few years, right? They were up 10 with Jimmy G against the Chiefs with, I think, nine minutes left in the fourth quarter, right? Two years ago, they're in a battle, NFC Championship against the Rams, and then Cooper Cup just goes on a, a crazy mission, And then last year, whatever, you know, they lost like six quarterbacks against the Eagles. So that was never a game. So they're a very, very good team. They do it on defense. Shanahan's laughing at everybody. They put Mr. Irrelevant in who has a UCL injury and they're like, yeah, this is who we're going to win with. Oh, or if that doesn't work, Sam Darnold is going to do that. Um, The defensive coordinator, Steve Wilkes, he was the Panthers interim coach. He steps in now because they lost D'Amico Ryan's. To Houston. They add Hargrave, which is a huge, huge pickup right there. Four years, $84 million. He had 11 sacks. He had back-to-back 90-plus pass rush grade. Um, you, you you put him in there with Armstead and Bosa. I mean, this defense is just ridiculous. Warner, he got all pros all over the place. Charboard and Greenlaw. So, uh, and I'm looking at it. They can go a while before they lose if they take care of Pittsburgh early on. And I Look at that schedule. I see four and one or five and one to start um, 20 fewer rest days, which is not good. That's the one thing I'll say about their schedule. And they end with Baltimore, Washington and the Rams. They open at Pittsburgh and the, and the Rams. So, um, you know, and they don't get a draft in the first two rounds. They get a third round pick. They lost McGlinchy, who's already banged up for Denver, but I really love what they added defensively. And I think they just fill in the pieces offensively, you know, You got Ayuk and Samuel and Jennings, uh, a healthy Kittle for now, and McCaffrey, who really turned their season around. So I think Brock Purdy gets it done. I think they are an 11 or 12 win team. So give me uh, the over here for San Francisco Parley kid. Um, I have them actually 13 and four. Why do I say 12? 13 and four for the 49ers. What you got?
1: Wow, wow, Sal. Really, 13 and four. Just Love that this.
0: bottom. I think it's an automatic four and zero against those bottom two teams, and then and then we go at it. Then it's nine and
1: four. Yeah. Well, look, I'm I'm gonna take the under here. I like uh, another team in this division maybe to unseat the 49ers this year. Maybe their their run uh, it might be coming to an end. Look, they, there's they play a hard brand of football. This team, right, a really hard brand of football. Eventually, mm-hmm. that catches up to you a little bit. Uh, again, I Purdy was magical last year, right? He really was. He was uh, fantastic. Yep. Um, I don't know if he could duplicate that. I really, I don't, if anything, I think it's uh, downwards for Purdy. I don't know if he could really be as good as he was for that stretch last year. I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, McCaffrey was a huge acquisition to this team. Sal, guess what? He's bound to get hurt. Uh, McCaffrey's gonna get hurt. He'll be miss half the season at some oh, point wow. for the 49ers All this right. year. I'm telling you, expect something like that to happen. Okay. Again, a lot of it's due to the brand that these guys play. Uh I think Debo Samuel, for some reason, is underused in this offense. Um I, I think he could be a bigger weapon for them, but for some reason, they don't use him that way. I just I think there's some regression in this 49er team this year starting at mm-hmm. the quarterback position. And I do like Purdy. I just uh I just I don't think he seems like he has not had a great camp. Uh but I don't think that really matters too much for the 49ers. They kind of yeah. they'll pick it up when when the time comes. But I see them as a 10-win team this year, Sal. They're going to still be solid. It's a team I don't want the Cowboys to have to play. But I just think we see uh again that regression. Uh I will him. I might eat my words here. Uh, later on because right. they do scare me, but uh, we're going to see a little different team this year. All right. I think, you know, it's, it's weird, though, because you could say uh,
0: quarterback, Purdy did. Look what he did. He can't re- replicate that. Running back, uh, McCaffrey could get hurt. Like, those are two positions weirdly enough. I don't want to hang the genius tag on Shanahan, but it almost doesn't matter a lot of times. Like, you know, they McCaffrey turned their season around last year, but they certainly, I, I, I mentioned years before where they've gotten far without Christian McCaffrey, right? Like that, That you know, and, and into the Super definitely Salva
2: without a quarterback play. Yeah. play, quarterback so it's, play.
0: Ve- it's a very strange team. It really is. And I think as long as that defense brings it but every that, week or most weeks. But that's my week. thing is
1: I don't know how long you can sustain that for. To All me. Right. yeah, I don't know how long you could sustain saying, a ah, quarterback play doesn't really matter. Or, Who plays the quarterback position? I don't know if, you know. I know. Um, I'm not sure how much you – how long? And Kittle, Kittle's getting a little, look, His, he is trending downward, right? He has not been uh, as good as he was, say, uh, a year or two ago. He had a great ago. end
0: of the year. He, he did. I have a he lot did. of fantasy trophies to prove it, yeah. He did. But, uh, yeah, yeah, he came out of that. You no, know, I look, I just, I, I don't even really know what they're doing with it. Like, they take, a, they don't have picks in the first two rounds. They take a kicker in the third round. I'm it like catches up taunting, to you. It catches like up to the rest you. Of the league. All right. But again, with bottom dwellers like the uh, Rams and, and uh, cards in there, I will we'll get to that. I won't a second, sleep on the
1: Rams just yet, Sal. Really? I, okay. won't, I won't. I think they'll come right. to play this year. Seahawks, uh, Harry,
0: over under is nine. If you go under, it's minus 120 plus 220 to win the division, 35 to one to win the Super Bowl. You got Pete Carroll was left for dead last year uh, after Russell Wilson. Left. And then the first game of the year we were watching together on zoom. We were doing some kind of draft and they beat, they beat Denver. They beat Denver Mm -hmm. at home. And then uh, it just continued from there. They were the big winners getting rid of Russ, at least for now. And they did well in the draft because they got a bunch of Denver picks because of it. And Geno Smith, who hadn't started regularly since 2014 was dynamite. He really was. Now, the team's a little weird. They defense gave up the third most rushing yards. Only five starters returned on that defense. Not much of, much of a pass rush, but I think we're undervaluing this Jamal Adams return. Really, it is very productive player. When he's out there, maybe aging out of the games, but look at his numbers. Look at Bobby Wagner's numbers, 140 mm-hmm. tackles, six sacks, two interceptions last year. They add Draymond Jones, a defensive lineman for Denver. He has at least five and a half sacks the last three years. They get the safety out of the Giants. Love, as I mentioned, Wagner. You know, um, I, 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 they give up big plays defensively. But again, I think this is something that they could step in front of with this new unit. They open Rams at Detroit and Carolina, not terrible, only three primetime games. They could sneak in there. And if you got them at, you know, if there were 10, it's a different story, but at nine, I like them over and I like them as a uh, playoff team. Harry, you like them over as well.
2: I'm with you Sal. I mean, what a pleasant surprise this team was. They surprised everybody um, with nine wins Uh, probably uh, top two, top three greatest coaching efforts by Pete Carroll and his uh, entire career, college or pro uh, Gino Smith had his, had his confidence by 30 touchdowns last year, 4,300 yards, 70% completion rate. And Sal, you, you kept Kenneth Walker in our draft. Good for you. Yeah. I think he's going to be a complete, a complete stud this season. He was one last year in his rookie season. I think he even does better than he did last year. Puts up big numbers for Seattle. Breaks a lot of tackles. And on defense, you mentioned Wagner too. They get Bobby Wagner after one year being in LA for the, with the Rams, they get him back. 11 straight years, this guy. 11 straight years with 100 plus tackles. They also got Devin Bush from Pittsburgh. And Sal, you made the point, and I totally agree here too, with Seattle's total being nine, and you mentioned winning 13 with San Francisco, that you think they're going to do. those four games against LA and Arizona, got to gotta, gotta go 4-0. You gotta take those four. So if you get four from Seattle here, you only need five more for the rest of the season for a push. I think they get there. I think they get to ten, and I think they're a playoff team again.
0: The receiving core: Metcalf, Lockett, and now Jackson, Smith, and Jigba from uh, the Ohio State, although he's nursing an injury. So, but mm-hmm. if that gets going, I don't know. Right. This offense should be uh, right up there with the. Uh, Anybody else, definitely a playoff team. We'll get that to those numbers in a second. Uh, Rams over under six and a half. If you go under, it's minus 125 plus 850 to win the division, 70 to one to win the Super Bowl. Um, Harry, you and I are under again here. You know, they have Michael Floor, offensive coordinator. First year, he was the Jets offensive coordinator. Uh, you know, the COO said, we're going to pull back on our typical approach to help continued success. I mean, this is they they're 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 out. They're all out. They had zero cap space for free agency. They signed 26 undrafted free agents. That's an insane number, Pauly Kid. That's half the roster of undrafted free agents when they signed them. Um, they face uh, by some measures, the most difficult schedule. I think Aaron Donald should have retired. You know, I, I I don't like anything about this team. You know, the offensive line gave up the third most sacks. Again, we're talking about the draft. 36 is the earliest the Rams have picked since 2016. They went out there. They won a Super Bowl. They got all their parts for that. You know, they had Odell. They took Stafford. And now you got Stafford coming off like a spinal contusion. And so like, uh, you know, all the you're betting on him. And when I think he got like a wink and a nod from the higher ups, be like, hey, you got us our Super Bowl, man. Don't don't worry about it. You got Stafford, Donald and Cup, though. That's really what you're betting on. Those three guys. Um, They've lost eight straight to the 49ers. Their linebackers are non-existent. They lose Robinson, Wagner, Floyd, Ramsey, Gaines, you know, they, one thing you could say is there's room for improvement because they were 1-5 in, in the NFC West. We, we forget how bad they were. They really were. Brian, they had that game where, like, Baker beat the Raiders. So, so they showed yeah, some life. Yeah, like tw- down 20 a, or
3: whatever it was. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah that was ridiculous. So <laughs> I don't know. That might just be some Sean McVay, like, you know, voodoo that, that goes on there. But um, I don't like this team at all. I'm going way under. Harry, you're with me with the under.
2: Me too. I don't like this team at all, Sal. After winning the Super Bowl, they last season came back with just five wins and those five wins were all against teams that did not make the playoffs. We have no guarantees. Now, no guarantees with Stafford anymore how long he's going to last in the season. Just nine games last year. Cooper Cup coming back from injury. uh, Leading tackler from a season ago. Bobby Wagner, we just mentioned, uh, is back in Seattle. And Leonard Floyd, not Aaron Donald, but Leonard Floyd led the Rams in sacks last year. And now he's in Buffalo. Um, things got a bit sour for LA. Jalen Ramsey jumped ship for South beach. And I know don't take a lot of uh, a lot from spring uh, from uh, preseason games and all, but boy, the Rams have looked awful, awful. These three games, they've been outscored one thirty five to 34 in preseason. Sal, I'm with you, this team, I don't know, maybe they don't get to four. Yeah, I think
0: the only, and I'll, I'll we'll go over our our team props in a second, but the only thing I think McVeigh is one of the few things keeping them from being the very worst team. So yeah. I, I don't know. So that's but that's uh, what I'm. Again,
2: <laughs> yeah, if if we don't, if Stafford does go down with injuries, you know, with the, the with the uh, issues he's already had, and then the team is bad already by week ten, they're 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 two and eight or three and seven. You know, do you pack it in with Cooper Cup for the season two? Why even risk anything more injury-wise with him if you're already three and seven?
0: I don't know. I think they'll probably at least a touchdown underdog for their first three at Seattle, San Francisco, and at Cincinnati. So I, uh, it, I, what, it doesn't look good.
1: What yeah. I find puzzling about the Rams is with Stafford's condition, um, you know, coming off this severe injury, their their quarterback depth is terrible. I mean, Rippon yeah. and, and, and Bennett, right? I, sets in Bennett. Well, I, That's yeah. the one thing I don't understand about what they've done. They must think is Stafford fully healthy. I, I can I don't get it. Unless they're just look. If Stafford goes down, we're going to tank the season uh, and, and Darren, re- recoup some, some draft, draft picks that we haven't been able to uh, have over the past few years. Yeah, and I don't know how the else they can say it.
0: Yeah, how how else can they really say it? I mean, rebuilding is is being kind at this point with the uh, with when you have no cap space and you got to let all those those guys go. So Harry and I have the under Arizona Cardinals four and a half is the over under. If you go under, it's minus one sixty twenty seven to one to win the division, two hundred to one to win the Super Bowl. This Bry is the team that's being pegged as you know uh, tanking for Caleb here or whatever you want to say, cruising for Caleb. But I'm going to go over four and a half. I want. I think I'm the only one going in the country going over four and a half wins for the Cardinals. They bring over the Philly, DC. Jonathan Gannon, he is their uh, head coach. Uh, Petzing, the Browns' quarterback coach, is the offensive coordinator. Philly linebacker coach Nick, uh, Nick Rallis is the defensive coordinator. Um, you know they lose Hopkins. They lose Zach Allen, the defensive tackle, to Denver. Watt retires. Byron Murphy, the quarterback, uh, cornerback goes to Minnesota. I, uh, you know, that's the whole thing is like, does Kyler come back or do you just tank it all and you pick up Marvin Harrison or Caleb Williams or something? This is the lowest win total. They sat on a lot of salary cap space, the fifth toughest schedule, but defense is okay. They still have Buda Baker. They added Kazeer White, the linebacker from Philly. You know, I I don't mind them to win a few games here or there on their schedule. I, I just can't take unders all over the place. So, I have them scratching out
3: five wins uh, regardless somehow. But Brian, take us through the under. Well, look, that schedule is really tough, right? Um and look, I mm-hmm. will say it's hard for a new coach. You can't really be in tank mode regardless like you you're not you're not trying to tank. You might you might right. anyway. But look, they, their first three against the NFC East, if they lose all three of those, they're in trouble because after that, it is a really, really tough stretch. It's not until like the back half of the year when they have Atlanta, Houston, and LA that they have a chance. that mm-hmm. they, They'd have to win all of those, I feel like, to go over this four and a half. Defensively, I do think... You know, I know Gannon's a good defensive coach, but I don't know if he's going to be able to turn this around in one year. Defensively, I think they could they could be really bad. Their offensive line could be bad. Um, you know, you're not, you, there's really no need to rush Kyler Murray back, in, you know, given the bad situation here. So I'm just, I I've said before, I mean, I had Tampa at plus 750 and I had them at, four or five, one team I have the Cardinals are three or four. I just thought that value was greater, but I still think this is like a three or four, one team.
0: Colt McCoy always wins like a dumb game, right? It might I, just yeah, be that first I, one at Washington I, against his well, old team. I, agree.
3: I will say that. Yeah. McCoy kind yeah. of is a little dangerous that, you know, although I don't know if him starting the season is dangerous. You know, he, when, when mm-hmm. he would come in for a spot, start might be a little bit right. different than actually being the guy.
0: Right. Well, there certainly is tape tape on him, but yeah, there's also a stretch bride that where they could lose like six or seven in yeah, a row. But first, I don't know. I have them winning in the division uh, a couple, and then get into five. Yeah. So not excited about it, but I'll go over there. So we're split on the uh, NFC West champs. Uh, Parley kid, bry, you like Seattle at plus two twenty, and Harry and I like uh, the 49ers at minus two hundred. Uh, Parley kid, start us off with the Seahawks. Anything you want to add?
1: Oh, Sal, I I, I agree here with the Seahawks. Um, What an offseason this team had. Uh, I think they might have had the best offseason out of any team Mm -hmm. in the NFL. If I were to give it a grade, they get an A for for me, as have a lot of publications giving them very high high marks, too. Very good draft. Uh, Get a defensive back out of Illinois with the fifth uh, pick in the draft. Uh, Bring back Bobby Wagner as Harry... Has mentioned mm-hmm. uh, a great, you know, leadership. Still plugs the middle. He's a tackling machine. Draymond Jones uh, to fill uh, inside a tackle spot. Uh, he just left Denver to join this team. And look, look at the weapons. Uh, we could. It was Geno's year a fluke? The way you know, maybe I, may, I might have called Purdy's year a bit of a fluke. Was Geno's mm-hmm. year a fluke? I'm not so sure. I believe in. I think he looked like. I'm not saying the real deal, but boy, he looked like a very solid NFL quarterback last year. Maybe it just took him a little bit longer than it does other quarterbacks. Yeah. And the system really fits him. Right. And look at uh, uh, Metcalf, Lockett uh, and, and the the young uh, receiver from Ohio State and, and Jingba, mm-hmm. uh, a Smith there. Right. A Smith and Jingba. Uh yep. what, what a team. And Sal, you have, you know, we talked. you love Kenneth Walker. What is there not to like about this team? I'm not really so sure. To me, this is the team that's going to upend the 49ers in this division. This is yeah. their year. They're going to get 11. 11 wins. They eke out the division over the 49ers. Right.
0: Yeah, I, I mean, I like them. Look, I think they're a playoff team. I just don't. Uh, I don't think they're going to surprise anyone this year. Let's just say that. Brian, you like them as well. Yeah, like the over,
3: uh, I mean, I like them to win this division. We all like the over, I will say, right? All all Uh of us are are on them to have a good season. And look, they did lose all three of the 49ers last year, but they scared the 49ers a little bit in that playoff game, especially early on. But I really, yeah, I really do like this team. Um, They do have a tough couple of road games, but I think overall the schedule is a little bit better than the 49ers. And look, I was like the biggest Russell fan for years, but I... You know, maybe he was holding this team back offensively. That's what we saw last year. I think skill-wise, this team has talent all over the field, and they're a good mix. You know, the one complaint we always used to say about Pete Carroll is he probably ran the ball too much, right? He stuck with the run, Uh stuck with the run. Um, But they they definitely had a good balance last year. And a couple years ago, too, their line was so bad. It was such a mishmash on their offensive line, but their offensive line has significantly improved. Over the past couple of seasons, defensively, they'll be stronger. So I thought plus 220 is good value. And I definitely think, you know, I, I know a lot of people are on the lines or Seattle here, but they're definitely a sleeper for the, like making the NFC championship game potentially mm. and that, in the NFC in the NFC. Yeah. Wow. All right, Harry, I'm not going to add much to our 49ers
0: pick. They're minus 200. Not great, but um, they are great. I mean, they're just a great team. I went over what what happened the last three years and uh, there's no fluke that they've gotten as far as they have. And with all different people at quarterback and running back. And so that didn't doesn't seem to matter in the Shanahan um, scheme. Uh, but minus 200 to get to, I have them at 13 wins. I may, maybe they stumble next year. I, I don't think it's going to happen this year. You like them as well.
2: Yeah. look Purdy can manage the team just fine in 11 games last year with Sam Fran McCaffrey had over 150 carries had over 50 receptions, a complete workhorse Dispel spell him a little bit. Elijah Mitchell is a solid number two running back. You mentioned Greenlaw and Sal him and Fred Warner last year, 250 combined tackles, both control the middle for the 49ers. Don't lie, they don't allow a lot. And on offense, again, last year, bit of a down season with Debo. He was hurt, banged up, didn't get the carries that he thought and the the, the touches. I think he has a nice bounce-back season for this team as well. Sal, so I'm with the on San Fran.
0: All right, well, let's do our player props because I actually don't think Debo's going to have a bounce back year. I think uh, the other parts are going to come together. I have him under 750 and a half receiving yards. It's not just my infatuation with unders, I promise. I had him on a bunch of fantasy teams. I saw a crack in his production. His yards per target dropped from, I think it was best in the league, 11.7 to 82nd, um, It went to 6.7, which was 82nd in the league. Went from 6.8 after the catch to 5.1. So, you know, he was back to being like an underneath short pass guy without the flair and uh, ability to break tackles. Brandon Ayuk is their guy. Look for Juwan Jennings to get more reps in the offense. And as long as Kittle's healthy, he's also a focal point, along with all the great rushing schemes. Shanahan throws at you. Doesn't seem like a lot, but uh, 750.5 is a big number. Debo won't go over this year. Take the under parlay kid, Metcalf, over 74 and a half receptions.
1: Yeah, and kind of like what I said about uh, Debo um, before, I get the impression with Metcalf. Look, taking him over 74 and a half receptions, I like this number. Uh, He's gone over it three straight years. He's entering the prime of his receiver career, and he played. He's never missed a game in the NFL. I mean, he's at least participated in every game. He's come out of some games but he has played in every single game in his NFL career. So he's he's very durable, um, 90 catches last year. But, boy, oh, boy, like I feel like he gets underused too, to be honest with you. I always feel like he should mm-hmm. be closer to like 100 receptions. I mean, he had 90 last year, but only averaged 11.6 yards per catch. Boy, I think he could be more of a weapon. Yeah, um, But – That being said, I'm only looking for him to get 75 receptions to hit the over here. Had 90 last year. He's got some other weapons around him, so teams cannot truly focus on him. Metcalf, over 74 and a half receptions. All
0: right. Brian, you have a fun one here. Maybe we're sleeping on Cooper Cup. I just don't know. I haven't seen the Stetson Bennett Cooper cup connection yet. I I can't give a valid
2: opinion on it.
3: I I know. I know that's bad. that's, That's a, that's a fair point. Right. I, but I was looking at cup at most receiving yards of plus 900 look leading up to his injury, right. Cup had probably the most dominant year and a half from any receiver in the history. Right. And in 2021, in 2021, 1950 yards, 1950 receiving yards, the numbers are going to be there as long as he's on the field. I guess you bring up a point, Sal. Like if he's missing time or Stafford's missing time, I guess that's that's the one reason you're probably still getting this guy at, at nine to one. I just thought that was was you know him to have the most touchdowns was like six to one. I just thought the value was a little bit greater here at nine to one, yeah. still ahead of a few guys. And he he fell later than I ended up taking him in fantasy last night. He fell later than I thought. I thought he was going to go top five or six and got him at ninth. Yeah.
0: Uh, all right, Harry, and you think it's because Stafford's going to go under 21 and a half touchdown passes. It's kind of same thinking with Baker, right?
2: Yeah, definitely. So uh, 35 years old, like I mentioned, played in only nine games last year has played in nine or less games twice in the last four years. Uh, he's had his, he had his worst quarterback rating since 2014 last season and has gone under 21 and a half touchdown passes three times in his last five seasons don't love the Rams wide receivers uh cooper cup played in just nine games last year with a hamstring injury uh says he's probably going to be ready but I'm not sure how productive he's going to be able to be especially with the lack of running uh, uh lack of running game this team they were in need beyond anemic last year running the ball a ton of pressure then on the passing game and I just don't think it's going to be there fourth year wide receiver van Jefferson's numbers we worse from we're worse than the season before 80% of this Rams wide receiver crew right now have been in the NFL for three years or less. I just don't like this team at all. I don't think he's going to make it for the second straight year past 10 games. I think mm-hmm. Stafford under 21 and a half is the way to go.
0: All right. I think acres actually did have a strong last four games or something, but that may he not, did. he did may but not that was help play,
2: way too late.
0: Yep. All right. Let's go to our, uh, our team picks here. I'm going to go. I threw this out there. I gave this out on extra points last week. Rams worst record, 10 to one. You know, you could take the, you know, the Cardinals. I just don't think there's a lot of value in their number for worst record. And if you have them close, you might as well take the Rams at 10 to one back and forth. Both teams in rebuilding years to put it nicely. Again, Sean McVay, this is, I'm not making this up. He was told his over under expected wins was six and a half. And he replied, Oh no. So I don't know if that's an, Oh no. Um, we're never going to get there. That's too high a bar or <laughs> my God, what's happened to this team? We're only six and a half. They could easily be down 35 year old Matt Stafford with an elbow and back injury. And then it's, and then it's basically Colt McCoy versus Brett Ripon or Stetson Bennett in a mess at the bottom of the division. So give me 10 to one for the worst record, not in the division, but in all of football, um, Harry, you're going Arizona, but plus two twenty. I just don't love the number for that.
2: No, you're right, Sab, but I did I, w- I was looking at the Rams one too. I did like that as well after we just uh after we just huh. kinda slammed the Rams. But I'm gonna take Arizona and have the worst record in the league uh at plus two twenty. Kingsbury out, four total wins last year for the Cardinals, just five wins in the team's last twenty three games. Now they got a rookie head coach and Jonathan Gannon in there. Um last year's knee injury to Kyler Murray. It's still of a concern. Hall of Famer DeAndre Hopkins is gone. He's on the cards. Best receiver right now is Murray's college teammate, and Marquise Brown, who's had just three touchdowns in his last 21 games played. Uh, Arizona hasn't used third-year wide receiver Rondell Moore out of Purdue. Correctly, I think, uh, they, they just don't get him the ball enough. He's only had one touchdown each of the last two years. And if you go by numbers, you go by mm. numbers of last year's team, they're number two receiver. Is Greg Dortch. Their second best receiver this year is going to be Greg Dortch. That's pretty sad to say. Front office is clueless. Mm-hmm. I mentioned this uh, a couple of pods ago, you know, not re signing Reddick last year, and he goes out and has 16 sacks for uh, for um, for the Eagles. And they just recently traded away. I know, Sal, you mentioned it could be about money, and maybe it is, you know, but would I say Isaiah Simmons trading him to the Giants? But this is Darren. This is a guy who you drafted eighth overall a couple of years back and at before the draft was going on, there were rumors that he was going to go number one at one point, number one. And in three years you trade, you give away this guy who's had a hundred tackles or more the last two seasons. Mm-hmm. I know he wants to play. He wants, doesn't really want to play linebacker. He wants to play corner. He was recruited out of uh, to Clemson from high school being a cornerback but how do you actually trade a guy who you actually drafted three years ago 100 tackles both years who had who's you're building on this defense 100 tackles and you trade him for a seventh round draft choice that's all you get
0: yeah it's a lot i mean, I mean come on. Dump, it's dumping ground for both of these teams i really do i really do feel that way and the skill set is not Great for uh for these arrows. It's funny, Harry knows everybody, every team's second leading receiver. He really you guys notice how he focuses on that? <laughs> he knows everybody. <laughs> uh, it's like the uh it's like the reach advantage in the MMA. It's like, all right, well, I don't care that well, much I about know, it. But I know, you guys, I you know
2: Gallup, it. Gallup's da- gonna be Dallas's fourth, so I know that too. His fourth? All
1: right, yeah, we'll take that. <laughs> yeah, I'll take that. I'll take I hope he's their fourth best. Good. That'd be great. You should, you should yeah. bet that.
0: Right. Yeah, yeah, because <laughs> he's going to have 800 yards. So, of course,
3: I hope he's fourth. <laughs>
0: mm. um,
3: all right. So, uh, where are we, Bri? Oh, under four and, and a half you, division You wins. probably hate this. I went back and forth on this. Yeah, I had San Francisco under four and a half division wins mm-hmm. and um, some freebies yeah. in there. There's, there's yeah, got to be some, four freebies. There's some freebies in there. The only thing that I was looking at when I was thinking about this is, I'm not, I mean, I'm not as high on the 49ers this year. I, I don't know. Something, I, I feel like that injury bug is going to hit this team again. I mean, it seems to do it every year. I, well, Brian, who I, did they play I,
2: last week of the season? I, I it be, may not well, mean anything.
3: Right. Well, that's, that's what I'm looking at here. Right. So, um, and I will say, Shannon, no one's done a better job with injuries, but I do think this team's more likely to be four and two. I, I have them losing that Thursday's Thanksgiving game at, they go at Seattle and a short short rest, uh, Thanksgiving. So I have that as one loss, and then I just feel like they're going to get tripped up one other game. And like Harry was saying, that last game of the season, they have they have the Rams on there, which may mean nothing potentially well, for I the Probably
0: means maybe not it, for the it division. Could, but it, could won't for, it, be, it could have seen, well, yeah. I mean, battling
3: it, for a one or a two. Potent, seed? Well, I don't know. Potentially, potentially. I'm yeah. just saying if I, I, yeah. I, I'm just saying I think you know then they got to win all other five games. I don't know if that's. Uh, I, I don't right. know if that's realistic especially if you start just piling up some injuries at some point. But I I hear you. I I don't know if I was going to go over on wins Sal. Yeah. If you're going to go over on wins, you probably like the over here at plus money better for the division, right? Than over wins. Yeah, over, probably. Over-under wins, right? Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I would think so, yeah. Yeah. Because I think they will go five and one. Yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, Pauly Kid, real quick, take us out, Seattle, to make the playoffs. We've uh, given them a lot of love, but I do like this also, minus 120.
1: Yeah, I think I, I switched this up, Sal. Um, oh, you did? Correct me if I'm wrong, right? Because I already – it was no surprise for me to pick Seattle and make the playoffs if I have them right. uh, winning the division, et cetera. So I, I switched it up. Uh And now I'm going to go locate it because (laughs) I want to make sure. Uh, Yeah, no, 49ers exact wins, 10, Sal. Oh, okay. At plus 550. Uh, Again, I don't add all these up like you. I don't know how you do that. Yeah, this is why I'm so just like kind of, it's all
0: white noise now. Like, I don't know. I just, I have, I have numbers that work out. I, I have head-to-heads I, I, that work I, out. I know. I
1: don't know and how. And I got Harry Harry focusing on the second receiver it, for every it, team, it, which, it, I don't know. It is amazing, yeah. and you probably have it well, all. you don't written. have much of a first. You probably <laughs> literally have it all written out on a little folded up piece of paper somewhere. Uh, He's got it. Pocket. He'll break it out. Cars, yeah, there we just I mean, so actually that's way stuff, more organized yeah. than usual. I mean, so. that, yeah, that's, <laughs> yeah, jeez. Oh, uh, yeah. So, no, I think the 49ers are stole a legit this team.
0: Wins and losses. <laughs> My gosh. Sorry. Yeah. There you yeah. go. Uh,
1: yeah. And I still think in terms of uh, for the Cowboys competition, uh, they might scare me the most in the NFC. But I do think – um I just I think there's some regression with the quarterback. I think uh, that uh, McCaffrey at some point cannot play in a full 17 games, and this team mm-hmm. falls a little short of your expectations, but still wins 10. I don't see them going under that, and I'm going to get that at plus 550. Seattle wins right. 10 games.
0: There you go. <laughs> I think we hit it all right. That's it. They didn't add any teams. Have they expanded since we started this <laughs> podcast? No. We hit them all. All 32 teams. Good job by all you. Let's take a quick break. Now we'll give our play of the day for Monday. There's baseball, there's tennis. We'll be right back.
2: We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com.
3: Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to say for it? All right, play of the day for Monday.
0: U.S. Open starts today. I bet, uh, I don't recommend this VIG to anybody, but minus 360 that Alcaraz or Djokovic wins the men's side. Uh, so that'll be fun. But minus
3: 360, yeah. Yeah, Yeah. It's I about hope, right, Brian. I, hope you, I yeah. hope you
0: put a ton on it. Uh, yeah, well, yeah, <laughs> Some, somewhat of a ton. Half a ton, quarter
2: of a ton. I don't know. I don't know about this one. I don't know. Med, now you're Medvedev. Going center. Medvedev. I'm thinking Honestu maybe oh a different guy joins the. Joins the uh, Listen. Joins. Well, you know,
3: Joker, Djokovic, wants to get back. Joker wants to get very back there, focused. right? They left, they very left him out of this tournament yeah. for like 10 straight years. So. Yeah, yeah he hasn't man.
0: played it since 2021. And yeah. so that's why, especially in this first game, he's going against his Frenchman, 26 year old. It's a nice story. He's coming off of Crohn's disease. Uh, Alexander Muller but this really shouldn't be much of a match I'm getting Djokovic minus 10 and a half games um, this Muller kid has lost 6 in a row lots of unforced errors uh, if you look at his numbers and like I said very focused Joker happy to be back looking to dominate um, 6-2, 6-3, 6-0.
3: that's how but I th- see it Harry t- 10 yeah. and a half sounds about as big as you get right yeah, yeah, that'll make yeah. it. Yeah, so, okay, so if this really kid takes three them.
0: games in a straight sets, uh, he can only do it once, basically, is uh what I'm betting on. All right, Harry, you got a uh, parlay here?
2: Yeah, a got three-team parlay, pays plus two thirteen, uh, with all favorites here. I'm gonna take the Mariners at minus two forty versus Oakland. Seattle seven and no versus Oakland this oh, yeah. year. Over the last ten games, the Mariners is pounding the ball, averaging seven and a half runs over the last ten games. So Mariners over Oakland. I'm going to take uh, Atlanta um, over the Rockies. Braves lead the major leagues in batting at 276. Atlanta in Courtsfield field versus Colorado's Austin Gumbair. He's got a nine ERA in in his last uh, nine earned runs. He's given up in the last 11 innings. So give me the Braves. And I'm going to take my guy. I'm going to take Blake Snell versus the Cardinals here. Uh, Hasn't been as good as he was in July, which is, uh, you know, he's done okay in August, but not the greatest given up a few runs here and there compared to its unbelievable July month. But a nightmare of season for the 41-year-old Adam Wainwright for the Cardinals, 8.61 ERA. He's given up in his last 15 innings 24 earned runs. So the Padres, right. who are pretty much out of it, give me the Padres, Braves, Mariners, Place, 213.
0: Boy, those Mariners. What was the last Sunday, Brian? I said plus 550 for the division. They're plus 155, and they got an easy-ass schedule for the next uh, <laughs> week and a half. So uh, Astros somehow still favored to win that division, at 145. I know. I'm Blown. wondering
3: if I should. Experience. I know. I wish, I wish I wish. there was only two teams right now because then I would I maybe know. buy out of some of the Houston. And it's funny, right? It was, this was, what, two weeks ago when you and I were, like, talking? and right. we're like, we're going. it yeah, works. Excited well, the Rangers about, have the Mets, so yeah, you can't get them Excited about Houston, yet, and then we're like, wait, you got it. Let's not forget about Seattle here. Jeez.
0: I mean, oh. apologies to uh, Babyface Joel Solomon. I wrote off that MVP race in the uh, National League. Yeah. I was like, wow, this is this is Acuna. He's been rock solid for months, and now Babyface, you're right. Now we all of a sudden have a battle here. Mookie Betts is at top. Minus 135, Acuna plus 120. And Freddie Crazy. Freeman, Crazy. nine to one. So go ahead. I apologize to you, babyface, for trying to jam that in the outline a few weeks ago.
3: No, no. I would never, I would never take a offense to anything. You're you're usually right. And uh, oh, good. I'll save this for when the Steelers go over 10 wins. Let me just, eh. let me just wait. <laughs>
0: well, the, the, the truth is you you liked it because Freddie Freeman was making a push. And that's what's weird about this race, uh, Parley kid. Freddie Freeman was as good as anyone could be in July. Mookie yeah. Betts is better oh, in August. Oh, it was, was better for April, May, and June. So I don't know who you give it to, but Mookie Betts is freaking phenomenal. And uh, a phenomenal defensive player as well. And you have him uh, right now at a player prop, right?
1: And, and supposedly an excellent bowler, Sal. Um, he is a great could, bowler. The guy yeah. can do it all. And uh, yeah. I don't, I'm so jealous of teams that have players like this. I mean, we had it with Judge last year. With the Mm -hmm. Yankees, but uh, just guys that like year in and year out just put up outstanding numbers. It just doesn't make sense when I watch uh, the Yankees team going, How are these guys all hitting? And the Yankees just have nobody in their lineup who could put a bat on a ball. It's pathetic. But Yeah. yeah, so I'm taking bets over one and a half total bases at minus 121. Sally's gone over this number in seven straight and 13 out of his last 14 games. Uh, Whether he's hitting a home run, hitting a double, or having multiple hit games, he seems unstoppable. I know he's going up against my uh, Cy Young uh, guy from the beginning of the year and Zach Allen uh, on the Diamondbacks, but it doesn't matter. He's hitting three thirty-three against him in his career. Bet's over one and a half. I gotta ride him with it. Look, if if there's anybody that can stop Mookie Betts, it's me picking him here to go over right. one and a half. Good luck. Uh, <laughs> let's see if I can uh let's see if I can put a stop to him, Sal. There Betts you go. over one and, right. and a half total bases. Well,
0: your brother Bri is kind of with you here. He's got the Dodgers minus 140. Yeah. I think they've won like eight series in a row or something crazy. Sal
3: or crazy. Joel, do you guys remember when, when Freeman was eight to one? Do you remember what Betts was at that time?
1: Oh my gosh. Oh man. Well, I he mean, was what definitely third.
3: 12, 12 15, 15 or something? Yeah. I know. Yeah, so somewhere I was thinking in there. it's amazing. It's a, I yeah. mean, it's amazing. It really is crazy. Um, but yeah, I'm taking the Dodgers minus 140 here. And look, the D-backs have been good. They've been playing really well. And Gallon has been good all season, but he's been good lately. But it's still rare to get the Dodgers at minus 140 at home. They just... They just dominate at home. There's something about playing there. And Gallon mm. looks significantly different pitcher on the road. He has an ERA of 4-5 on the road versus 1.8 at home. I just think that's a big difference. And Miller is a good pitcher here too for the Dodgers. So at minus 140, I just like them con- to continue to beat up on the D-backs. I mean, who knows? Maybe Max Muncy hits a home run every
0: at-bat in September. And then we got another Dodger <laughs> in there for uh, leads and uh, MVP. Uh, anyway, hey, El Segundo, boys. They did it, six five. What a game that was, right? They beat Carousel. I was like, oh, but they were a big favorite actually going into the game. Nice. Uh, we watched Saturday as they took care of Texas at the Pint and Slice there in El though, The whole town is going nuts. Lewis Lappy, wow, are you, Michael, are you are going to get an autograph at the parade? <laughs> Home run in the bottom of the sixth <laughs> to take the lead, and uh, for good six to five, they win. I don't know. It's really you know not not because they were a localish team, but. Um, it really is spectacular to win the whole thing. You, Whoever it is, right? Probably kid, because we know these kids play basically three or four elimination games starting in the middle of June, right? Mm, right. And then some are double elimination once you get later. But that's a long stretch to be playing baseball, to not screw up, to not yeah. have one game where everybody doesn't hit. Hey it's Sal, two plus months and on the road and everything else. So I don't know how they do it. I don't
1: know how these guys, what do these fathers do, these coaches? I know. Like, what do they do? I'm always like, hey, at least, Sal, at least we didn't lose our wallet on El Segundo. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> true. That is true. Come on, Joel. Mikey Meeple. Joel. Joel, Cold Quest. What are you doing? Joel, Come on, in Joel. You
3: I, I was confused because I know you've, you've actually lost your wallet in Vegas. So I just wanted to <laughs> make <know>. no, sure. <laughs> yeah, 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 I wanted yeah, to. Yeah. Four, about 400
0: miles away. But uh, <coughs> anyway, congratulations. Let's see. Joel, let's try to get uh, Louis Lappy on. Uh, you know, it's, his nickname is Lou, it said there. So his friends call him Lou. So that's uh, good information to have. But uh, maybe we can get the coach on. It's a pretty great story for the uh, local kids. And uh, we have an American champ. Very strange. Um, real quick, we had our fantasy draft last night. <laughs> Can and we talk I wanna, about
3: this? Can we talk about this a little a little yeah, bit? Yeah, I mean,
0: Brian was going nuts, <laughs> texting me all night about how bad Harry's team is. So uh Brian, what are you
3: ahead, stay, stayed your case. My God. Well, it was. It's funny, I you know when you draft, a lot of times you're not paying attention uh, to teams until all of a sudden John across the table, brother John yeah, said, "Yeah, Harry's team is terrible." That, and that's, I was like, and then i and,
1: and, and and I've had it with John." And we, I've we had it lately. With and John. that's true because brother John is so understated. <laughs> Boy, and yeah, and he's yeah, sitting yeah. there whispering across the table to Brian and I. Have you seen Harry's team? It's so bad. It's so bad. It's really terrible. Like that's what was happening.
0: We know he's uh, big on Mixon, who's I think has run out
3: of Why gas Why didn't he speak here. up? I know, we know Ro- Ro-
0: Robinson. All right, I mean Robinson. Well, I think has to break the look, rushing I, record no, for this fine. team. I to think be good, Robinson Eric. was
2: fine. Robinson was fine. I, I actually think, f- think I could have taken somebody else there. I definitely could have taken someone so too. besides Robinson. Yes. I think well, you could have taken somebody ta- else. T- when I picked Robinson, I saw you roll your eyes a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't
0: know. I just, I mean, he probably wasn't lasting in the middle of the second round. So if you right. really wanted him, you could take him there. But is he going to get uh, – he's still a Falcon. Is he going to get like 14 touchdowns? I'm not I'm, not, I'm not sure. What I think his Falcon's expecting.
2: running attack wins them the
3: division. I didn't have a problem right, But with that's that. not what fantasy is about. Well, I not if, the the, if they won the division. Robinson has have to
0: plenty. be. I mean, he would have to be. He would have yeah. to have but As the Parley kid pointed out, they had a pretty damn good running game last year. And didn't mm-hmm. win even
3: that bad division last year. Go ahead, Brian. But no, I was just gonna say I didn't have a problem with that pick of Harry's because Robinson most most drafts he is going top ten. It was when Harry gets to mm-hmm. like his thirty fifth, the thirty fifth pick in the draft, and he's taking Pickens. Yeah, who, yeah. he probably could have clearly got two, three, maybe Higgins late, went. I took Higgins later, a couple wins. And he took yeah, and in, in front of Higgins, well, and there was one other good. There was somebody else really good right there too. And, was it St. And, Brown? Yeah. Uh, yes. Or no. Right? no. Yeah. Same problem might have been third. Was no. Yeah. No. I don't think Saint he was Brown earlier. He no, was he earlier. Was there. But there was yeah. one was or al- two. There was one or two, and then I just yeah. And then you look at his receivers, and then it's well, un, Brian, you know, underwhelming think, team. But he wasn't the story of the draft,
1: though. My my yeah. my, th- my team's not much better, so I I can't say too much. <laughs> but we also have Harry, who. Continuously tells everybody how bad Fields is and how great Goff is. Mm -hmm. He takes Mm -hmm. Fields over Goff as his quarterback, no matter what. Yeah, I get it. Maybe Fields is a better fantasy quarterback, but again, Harry just not putting his money where his mouth is. Continuously, continuously, Darren.
2: Who's my backup quarterback that I drafted? He did end up taking Goff.
1: You did. Yeah. You ended up with Goff. He won't golf. start
0: him once. All right.
2: So, who's going yeah, to start? Him. So who's so gonna it worked start? out perfect for so me, Darren. Well, it worked gonna, out perfect. Who are you going to start? Probably going to go in, well, game one, Kansas City, Thursday night. I'll probably go Goff. Oh,
1: there you go. All right. So, so taking <laughs> fields was really bad. So, Kansas, that was really that soft bad. Kansas
2: City defense. Well, who do the Bears have week one?
0: Well, oh, I, everyone who the Bears play are going to be better than the Bears. So let me just let's just put it that way. So if that's going to be your analysis going in, um, you're never going to start Fields. much no, oh, I want the, those
2: rushing <laughs> points.
0: Sal's those got. Yards Sal, and points.
1: I liked your cousin's pick. I liked I liked it there. I
0: would, Parley kid, you and I by the um eleventh round were the only ones who didn't have a quarterback, right? Was that round eleven or ten? Is that 11 six, uh, it was around nine, there, maybe el- 10 11. Was, No, was it, it was eleven? eleventh yeah, round. I took Cousins, and then I took two of there. I, my big swing is Kelsey. I've never done this. I've never had him. I was like, I just want him. I picked him early at, at three. So um, that's a uh, that that's my big swing, and uh, Whoa. I kept Kenneth Walker. Why? <sighs> Why, Harry? It's good. Got the best is the best tight end in the game. I've never, I've right. never said anything yep. else. No, well, uh, Harry's just making noise because we made fun of him for his long shot MVP pick was Kelsey last year. But guess what? Nobody in that first round has a chance to win MVP. <laughs> so except for Mahomes, who was auto drafted by our
3: friend Frank. That was. So, I mean, yeah. that was great. the The Frank the Frank stuff is continues to be one of it's the most underrated stories in fantasy football history i mean we our, our friend we've, frank he, he he he's the reason <laughs> we can't do
0: this like proper gentleman and have a an auction because he has a computer that doesn't work it's a government computer we don't even know what the hell's going on but anyway he can't even do a, a snake draft online and we thought he was doing it he was like inserting his own picks for the first time it's like oh my god this is exciting and then we come to learn that he's auto drafting which is why he had Mahomes, <laughs> Barkley, and St. Brown. And he, he surprised himself. He's got asterisk next to his picks. And then Brian wanted
3: – so, okay. So I, I'm confused by why I had to put his picks in the rest well, of the way. I don't way. know what happened. So the funny thing with Frank is, like, he never he usually doesn't have a computer. He's not – or he's on his phone He whatever. Yeah. But this year, he's got his phone set up with the Zoom. Yeah. He's got the, comp- you see him at the computer. Yeah, it looks like Mike Pereira. Like, look, uh, really, then, like, like, the, picks dialed yeah. the picks are yep. coming in really quick. I'm really confused at the picks because usually a quarterback no longer is drafted at the top of the draft. So he goes Mahomes yeah. really quick. And then, you know, I find out we're in like the fifth, sixth round and our buddy Joey, who's his partner now for well, the last away. year, yeah. was away. Mm-hmm. So he couldn't join the draft. Um, so he gave he gave Frank a list of players that he wanted and he told Completely Frank to disregarded put him in, to put him in the yeah. queue. And then Frank said, I sends Joey back a text saying, I totally screwed up by accident. I put the draft <laughs> on auto draft.
2: <laughs>
0: Unbelievable.
3: Joey should have put him
0: in the
2: queue.
3: Joey should have put it. Laughing all night yeah. about yeah. that. No one cares Why, my favorite about this. was when he
2: says to yeah. Sal in the 11th round. In the eleventh round, what did we grab,
3: Seventeen <laughs> rounds,
2: right? Sixteen, 11, yeah. 16, Eleventh, yeah. round, and he was serious, and he didn't know because he's all messed up all over. The place. Is Tyler Bass available for the eleventh yeah. round pick? <laughs> yeah, yeah, of course he is, you idiot.
1: Well, he also <laughs> wow. he's also yeah. famous for in the eleventh round saying like is. Robert uh, Smith
3: available. Well, yeah, yeah, well, that's yeah what I, he wanted I, yesterday. Uh, right. He asked for J. K. Dombas in like the ninth round when he went. And, like, I the know. Third. It, Is that, th- <laughs> that was the second time he did that. He wanted a be Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He, he wanted a be <laughs> <in the fifth. laughs> It's, it's <laughs>
1: unbelievable. He uh, was a fifth pick. He wanted to be round. How do I never win this league? That's the question. How do I never win this? Like, that's, that's I know people are I should have a better shot than right. Then, then you know the one in twenty five like years. His
0: last pick is Tan Hill. <laughs> this, still like Russell Wilson wasn't drafted. Pick it. I don't know. Whatever. Well, That's now you a, know the uh, league, the league is yeah.
3: thirty years old almost, and he has not. Yeah. He has not won yet. He has not. No, won yet. it's not it.
2: He had it on it's, auto draft. It's week to week, though. He'll put up 130 points what? and he'll crush somebody
1: but I just
0: don't understand because he's staring at the thing and he's like, <laughs> he's staring at it because he knows he was, that's why it was auto drafted. So he's, because he's able to look at it. But then why does he need to, at that point, need me to put in his picks after, I don't know, but nobody cares about this. So, go but go ahead, wait, put, yeah, I, oh,
1: okay. I do. Uh, I, I care <laughs> I don't, I, I, because I don't. Yeah, I don't... The auto-draft... that The auto-picks auto with his best picks, so so... <laughs> right? Like, right. if he wasn't auto-picking, his team could well, have been much worse.
0: I guess he just wants a good grade wow. from CBS post-draft, so if you auto-pick, they're going to be impressed with Somehow I got a lower grade
1: than, than Frank did, so... <laughs> <love>
2: whatever. Yeah. <laughs> CBS always gives me a terrible grade. D, what do they give me, Brian, ad D-plus, D-minus? D-minus.
3: D-minus! Yeah. All right, well...
2: <laughs> Darren, well, don't you expect this? That, that the Frank stuff. You, you expect that stuff out of me, not Frank. But we see it year after year. No, not yeah,
1: when but, it comes to the draft. You're, you're well, kind you, of on you, top of it. You yeah, know you, when you're doing. You're, 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 you're on top. You you know you're what
0: you're just doing. Like to be and you cute. pick terrible you just guys. Like to be like, you're fa- you're, you're, you're like familiar to, with these guys and still pick a bad team. Yeah, That's yeah, why Harry part. likes injuries, to do something. Harry
3: likes to do different stuff. Right? He likes to be cute. He wants to change it up a little bit. That's true.
0: All right. Listen, this has gone too long. What what Come on, you should you should have just pulled. You should just press leave meeting in an hour and a half. We're at a, over the hour and a half now, and we're going to come back Wednesday with quarterback and running back props. Thursday we'll hit wide receiver and defensive player props. Next week our Super Bowl matchups, MVPs, Rookie of the Year—so much good stuff ahead. Maybe a big announcement. Who knows? Yeah, Meatballs is on auto draft. He didn't. He, he missed it. Uh, so anyway, that'll do it for another episode of Against All Odds. For Mikey Meatballs, for Babyface Joel Solomon, the Jenner Trifecta, I'm Sal saying so long and happy handicapping.